Hello, Ambush! And welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast here with me, Colton G. And today on the DTP, I am joined by Taylor McKnight of Via Barcelona. And we're going to go behind the music of their new album, Wonderland. Yes, Wonderland is released today, and we're going to be taking you behind some of the singles on this album. Some of the road that has led via Barcelona and Taylor here. The path that led Taylor to meeting his partner in crime in via Barcelona, Andrew Allen. We're going to be talking to Taylor today about balancing life as a student and as a musician as well. Because Taylor actually has done some studies, gone to school on the east coast of Canada, while the band is in the west coast. So what has it been like sort of balancing both of those worlds as well? We're also going to, you know, talk to him about what is he studying? We're going to dive into the band's growth from their first singles, their growth in sound, starting out sort of in a world music based influence now adding a lot more different directions a lot more pop what has it been like to go through that journey and like i said we're also going to be diving into some of the singles off of this album which we're also going to be playing for you here today on this episode you're going to be hearing about a track called it ain't over we're also going to be talking to Taylor about Via Barcelona's song, Somebody, and the awesome music video that they put out for it, which was shot all in one take. What was it like to pull that off? And what were some of the cool moments in this music video that I definitely wanted to talk to him about because it's an incredible video and some of the things, it's just like, how? How did this even happen? You're going to be talking about all of this. All of this and more today with Taylor McKnight of Via Barcelona. And it is all brought to you by DesertTigerMerch.com where you go ahead and copy yourself something to support and represent the show everywhere you go showing your love for all things desert. Tiger, that is DesertTigerMerch.com. And now I think it's about time that we kicked things off with one of those singles that you're going to be hearing about today off of Wonderland. This is It Ain't Over. In a parking lot, sitting on the concrete Damn it, that was stupid hot Bunch of friends doing what we could With the things we got Thought that this was living We had everything we'd ever want High school wasn't feeling it Made it out alive There were times I was gonna quit Turns out real life is a counterfeit Had a couple friends check out Guess they were over it Wasn't made in only one night. Hey, 
Cause I don't wanna fight Thinking back on what my mom said It ain't over Till it's over Till it's over It ain't over yet Taylor of Via Barcelona. This is Taylor of Via Barcelona. Oh, well, fantastic, because this is Colton Geschwantner with the Desert Tiger Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great, Colton. How are you? I am doing great as well. Can't complain. It's a beautiful day, and, well, that's that's all I need. All I can ask for, really, these days. <laughs> so very true it's like oh the sun is still shining great nice okay <laughs> oh man where are you uh where are you at right now okay so i'm actually located in kamloops british columbia oh no way that's really close to me where are you located i'm in vernon right now 
Oh, what? Yeah, it's so crazy. Oh, dang, that is, like, super close. (laughs) (laughs) All right, awesome. So we're connecting today to talk a little bit about yourself and Via Barcelona. Are you ready to dive into it? I'm so ready. All right, all right. So am I. So let's dive into it. I want to know a little bit about what is Taylor's background before finding one Andrew Allen before you guys get connected and then exactly how did you guys um come to find each other and then decide that you wanted to begin this project together for sure for sure okay so myself I grew up playing drums in church my dad was a pastor and so I think that's a great outlet for any musicians that are Um, I don't know, trying to get experience, especially when you're young, because at least at the church I was going to, or the churches that my dad was pastoring at, there was a, there's a strong culture of getting anyone who can play sort of decently well, then like kind of stewarding that craft. So that's kind of where I first started playing um, drums live. And that would have been around eight or nine when I was eight or nine. And after that, around 14, the worship pastor at the church took me out on tour to uh, Alberta. So that was when, that would have been 10 years ago, I think. Yeah. Later on, though, I started op- or so I started playing with other artists who were uh, who were opening for bigger artists. So I, I was playing with a country artist named Jesse Mast. Um, and so we toured across Canada. I played with a guy called Mike Adele. Um, out of, he's based out of Seattle now. Um, and we toured across the states and yeah so i was just picking up gigs here and there and also recording music with my church band but yeah nothing major was kind of on the cards it was just kind of waiting tour to tour with different artists and then i uh i met up with a girl named olivia Penalva, who was opening for andrew allen um because at the time andrew was her manager and so olivia was living out in vernon um and andrew was just moving here and so um, I got connected with Olivia. We played, I think we played an album release show for her. And then uh, we opened for Andrew at the Performing Arts Center here in Vernon. And that's when I first kind of actually met Andrew. We'd had so many mutual friends. And I'd seen him in the pub like one time years earlier. Um, but other than that, it was like, I just knew him as Andrew Allen. And he played with, he played with a few of my buddies. And he knew me because... Those few buddies also played with me, and so, yeah, it was just, like, uh, a situation where you, where you felt like you knew him, but you didn't actually. So after opening for him, um, we talked backstage, and it was like, yeah, it would be really fun to play together sometime. And then the next year, this is 2017, I, uh, I, w- I went on a trip to Scotland to go sheep farm. Huh. So that sounds a little crazy, but, um, yeah, my dad's Scottish, so I was able to go pretty easily and just go work on a farm um, with this family I knew. And two days after I got there, I was going to be there for six months because I was starting school in September. Um, so I thought, okay, so I'll go in February and be there for six months and then, you know, come home and go to school. And uh, two days after I got there, Andrew messages me and says, hey, man, do you want to play with me all summer? <laughs> starting in, like, like, end of April. And I'm like, oh, geez. I li- like this, of course I would have, but I just got here. So I'm like, let's rain check till next year. 
So that's what we did. 2018 summer came around. I had just finished first year in Nova Scotia. And um, Andrew and I got in touch again. He was like, hey, you know, if you want to play with me, I'm, I'm still down. And I think, I think I actually reached out first pretty early on in the year because I didn't want to miss the opportunity. I said, hey, man, like, if you're – if you don't have a guy yet, then uh, then I'm open and I'm free. And he jumped on it. So then we started playing together, um, just the Andrew Allen set. And during that first summer, 2018, he brought he brought out some demos that uh, he'd been working on just by himself in his room. And I thought they were sick. And that's the start of Via Barcelona. Those were the these first demos. They sounded really islandy. Um, a lot of uh, like kalimba and roto tommy drums so i was so down and i said i basically just cemented myself right then i was like if you're doing this i'm in <laughs> whether you like it or not <laughs> um so that's yeah that when did we put out our first single so that summer we finished up a couple songs like in between andrew allen gigs and then december of 2018 we put out the first single called Just Want to Dance, mm-hmm. which did uh, decently well at streaming in its first couple of weeks. So that was a, that was pretty promising. But yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where we are now and how Andrew and I got to start playing Yugoslavia. Okay, because I was going to ask how you guys sort of went about crafting your sound, but Andrew had already sort of started to dive into this more of a world more cultural sound than his original project had already direction had been going mm-hmm. yeah definitely so he had he had brought this kind of really yeah like i said this islandy sound and i i came in and i was super into 80s synth pop and whitney houston and kind of people that were influenced by those those times like um like things that the 1975 were putting out and yeah, I was, I really loved just the eighties sound. So when I came in, we kind of brought in a lot more like a bit like prominent drums. Um, and I'd say, yeah, just more synths. And it just made it sound, I think a bit more accessible, especially to people who are listening to love or Laney or, um, you know, top 40 stuff, just people who are trying to, I don't know, people who listen to Shuffle Play on Spotify and it'll come on and it's like, it's different, but it still works. Still fits within the vibe, but maybe different enough to catch their attention and go, oh, what is this? Exactly. That's perfect. (laughs) All right. So you said that you guys did a couple of songs in the studio there in 2018. Did you guys record your 2019 EP one at that point as well? Or did one sort of take a little bit more time to craft and uh, just put together. Yeah, so one came around after those that single got released. So this is now in 2019, and we started bouncing demos back and forth while I was at school in Nova Scotia during second semester. And we actually, I actually flew back to Vernon, and Andrew and I were working in the studio. I'm trying to remember this all right now. Andrew and I were working in the studio, and yeah, we, I think we started to kind of find a track list that we, like, we thought thought these songs were specifically the ones we believed in the most and would fit on an EP um, altogether. So yeah, that's kind of where one formed, 
and then all throughout the summer, um, we just we we like worked so hard on that in between Andrew Allen gigs, staying up till like I don't know breakfast the next morning, just trying to figure out uh, how to produce because neither of us had neither of us had had extensive producing um, experience at all, <laughs> and so we were doing this all by ourselves, like we didn't have anyone else was involved except Andrew and I, and yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how that worked. We we worked on that after Andrew Allen gigs, before Andrew Allen gigs, all throughout that summer, and did it really fast. I mean, we're I like we're still very proud of the product, but it was it was a like a situation where we were trying to get it done fast rather than um, kind of make everything pitch perfect, if you will. Mm-hmm. Just because there are so many time restrictions with you possibly probably having to go back to school and with all the gigs and exactly touring and Andrew Allen still releasing his own stuff. Exactly. Yeah. We just wanted to get content out because up until then we only had the one song and we had like literally probably 25 songs that we'd um, written apart from the single we released that, that no one had ever heard. And we hadn't up until this point, we hadn't played. Like we we played gigs, but as via Barcelona, but still only that one song was released, and so we we put out the singles before the EP was um, released, and then I think it was in the, I think it was September um, when the full six song EP dropped, but we put out some of the singles earlier just because you know we were playing shows and we wanted people to be able to listen to the songs we were playing. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you guys wanted content out there and having more singles so that you could build up the hype for this debut EP was definitely important. Absolutely. I just want to take a quick moment just to break and ask, what exactly were you or are you going to school for? I'm going to school for environmental studies. Oh, wow. At Acadia University. Okay. Was it a uh, specific reason that you were drawn to Acadia? Not specifically. It was either going to be UBC in Vancouver or Acadia, just because I, I liked both of their programs. I guess they both caught my eye, and I was already living in Vernon, and I thought, and my brother actually was already out in Nova Scotia in Wolfville going to school. So I thought it might be fun to go try something new. And, yeah, that was pretty much the whole, there wasn't much thought process went into it. It was just like, basically put the coin. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? From the West Coast to the East Coast. Might as well check it out. You got it. You got it. <laughs> I mean, it makes things a bit more complicated trying to be in a band when you're that far apart, but uh, it's working. Exactly. If you can make it work, it's only, school only lasts so long, and then after that, you just continue on from there. For sure. For sure. It's kind of funny, actually, too, because when I'm at school, like Andrew and I are extremely far apart. Obviously we're across the country and we're FaceTiming like all the time. And then when I'm home, he lives on the complete opposite side of Vernon. Like we're both technically not in Vernon city limits because he lives way out. Like, I don't know, just a super windy road past Okanagan Lake or on Okanagan Lake, but not the side that you get to from town. Mm -hmm. And then I'm, I'm up Silver Star Mountain, so it's like even when we are both technically home, we're still like a ways away from each other, so we still FaceTime all the time, especially now in this season.
used to think about the times when you were young and how you'd thought to be rich and famous. Yeah, but what you got and what you need, well, now you know it might not be the same. Might not be the same, no. Might not be the same. It's not like life showed up, handed you the keys and said you made it. But if it's up to me, if I'm by you, let's agree that might not be the way. Might not, not be the way, no. Might not, not, not be oh, the way. When you're down and you're out, it breaks my heart. It tears me to pieces, but it's a good place to start. Cause you gotta know that somebody, 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 somebody loves you. Gotta know that somebody, 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 somebody loves you.
Desert Tiger Podcast. Right. So you mentioned that one maybe felt a little bit rushed. You're still proud of it, but maybe you wanted to spend a little bit more time. So now that we're into 2020, we start to maybe take a little bit more of that time, possibly take us into the uh, progression, the growth of the group as we go from one into your guys's upcoming uh, EP Wonderland. For sure. When did Wonderland start? So we started writing this first song that was going to be on Wonderland, um, and this was before we even knew what was going to happen with um, if we were going to release another EP or if we were going to do an album. I, I really felt strongly we should do more than an EP, but at the time thinking about a 10, 12, 14, 15 song album was a bit, it, it just felt a bit daunting when we're so far apart and the songs we're tr- we want to put on the record didn't feel like they'd been written yet. And so, yeah, one felt like a really, uh, like a really great stepping stone into what we would later sound like in the common. There are so many elements of one that, you know, progressed and you can kind of hear those similarities on Wonderland, or I guess you will when it fully comes out, but, um, they're just more defined. They're more well thought out. And we honestly just became better producers and both our visions clicked on what we were trying to achieve with Via Barcelona. So Wonderland feels, as a whole, just much more us. Um, but we wrote it, We started writing the first song for Wonderland August, I think it was July 2019. So still when one hadn't even been released yet, we started writing a song called Want to Think About, and we didn't know what that was going to be yet. Um, but we just had this chorus idea, and it was, I, we, felt, we felt it was awesome. So that was kind of where that was the benchmark for the writing we started to do for Wonderland. And it's not like we knew Wonderland was going to be the name. We didn't figure out that name until the whole album was done. And uh, actually, no, until every song but one was done on the album because then we were writing on a street in Los Angeles in February before everything got shut down. And the street was called Wonderland. And so I said to Andrew later that night, I was like, hey, I think we should call the album Wonderland. And then after that, we were like, okay, we should maybe try and write a song called Wonderland too, <laughs> just to make it a bit more cohesive. So that's what happened, and it works. I, I think it ties the whole album together super well, and I'm stoked for people to hear it. <laughs> but yeah, most of the album was done when we were apart except for the times we were in LA and we were able to produce together in the same room in the Airbnb. Um, pretty much the whole album was done while I was at school in first and second semester, 2019 to 2020. And, um, Andrew is here and yeah, we were just bouncing, bouncing ideas back and forth. School was taking a back seat and, um, I was just, yeah, we were just putting all our heart and soul into trying to get these tracks as best we can. And, yeah, create something we're extremely proud of now, and I can't wait for people to hear it. All right, awesome. Well, I'm sure most of your fans can't wait either, so let's dive into some of those tracks. So I want to dive into your second single off of the album, It Ain't Over. It definitely seems like a very uh, like inspiring song, trying to maybe self-inspire to say that, you know, good, bad times happen, but 
life is like a roller coaster, like a wave. Sometimes that ebb can go down, but sometimes that ebb also goes up. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. So I think in over, um, yeah, you pretty much nailed on the head. Like it's about going through the tough times and the good, but through everything you're just persisting because unless you give up, then you have to keep going. So it's like pretty much just a song. We wrote it to, it's going to pertain to everyone, but it also pertains a lot to us too in our own situations. Andrew and I, um, dealing with our own things and yeah, I feel like it can, it's really relatable because the, the emotion, the situation of going through something difficult, of going through a time when you're wondering, you know, where's this light in the tunnel? Am I going to get through? Is there a decision I have to make that's going to make things worse? What can I do to make things better? You know, those happen every day. And this song just is kind of just about that. It's about, no, it's not over till it's over. Like until like the hammer drops, then keep going. You have to keep going. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And that's definitely something that I can see not only from like mental health standpoints and other standpoints, also from mm-hmm. running a band from halfway across the, or fully across <laughs> a country also happens to apply. For sure. Yeah, definitely. And then with the song itself, um, Andrew wrote most of the lyrics to that one. It's funny. Yeah. There'll be songs where I'll come to him with, you know, this song pretty much fully done and we'll kind of try and articulate exactly what needs to change if anything. And then he'll do the same to me. And then sometimes we're, it'll be like fully, you know, we'll sit down and flesh out the whole song and start to finish right there. But this one, yeah, he brought the lyrics to me and we changed a few things, but yeah, he pretty much had this stream of consciousness and just wrote all the lyrics and it sounds, I think it sounds like it flows extremely well, especially with the music in the back. Like it's a slow build and doesn't, nothing really opens up until that last minute. And it's kind of like this breath of fresh air, this wave that things, you know, things are going to be okay. (laughs) Yes. Yes, they are. All right. Let's dive into the latest single that you guys have released. That being somebody. It's a fantastic um, song, a good listen. Also, you know, very inspiring with the good message of somebody loves you. And you guys also did quite a fun music video for this song as well. And I want to dive a little bit into that. So you guys are just playing some instruments in a white room. What sort of brought the inspiration on for this simpler uh, music video idea? Yeah. Okay, so somebody, yeah. Love this one. <laughs> um, that is, that music video is pretty heavily inspired by um, Paul Simon's Graceland. Yeah. Um, and so when he did, when he did the the music video for You Can Call Me Al with Chevy Chase. That's actually exactly what I thought about that music video. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely meant to be the callback. We're not trying to steal anything. We're just trying to <laughs> use a great idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was pretty much the whole inspiration for that video. Obviously, we did things a bit differently with, I don't know, kind of our roles, um, Andrew and I. And as we filmed, the, mu- the music video is all one take. And as we were filming, you know, three or four, five different takes, trying to get it right, cohesive the whole way through, um, different things would come up every time. That we, the, Then the next shot, the next take, we would be like, okay, let's add that in here. Okay, at this part, I'll do this. And so the, the music just kept evolving. Or so the music video just kept evolving as the takes went on until 
I think that I think the one that got released is the last one, which probably which is probably right. <laughs> Should be the best. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we just had so much fun with that, and we could have done something that pertained a lot more to the lyrics, but I think the music videos it adds this yeah, like you said, this fun, happy, energetic element that um, if you weren't already getting it from the song, it's just going to tip you more that way. So yeah. Yeah, so the uh, sick dance moves and choreography came naturally then. <laughs> the sick dance moves, yeah. I, uh, I choreographed my whole, my whole four-minute set, so if anyone wants, uh, if anyone wants any um, tutorials, just send me a message. I'd be happy to show you how to do that. <laughs> if anyone has any upcoming music videos and they need some sick moves, let them know. Yes. Let him know. And of course, if you need anybody to catch a uh, broken drumstick that just happens to be flying across the room, Andrew Allen, he's your man. Yes. Yes, Golden. I'm stoked you saw that. <laughs> did he tell you about that? Or did you just see it? Oh, I, I watched the entire video and I was just laughing okay. the entire <laughs> time, just watching you, like, just singing along and just having fun with it. And it was it's a, such a fun music video. Sick. That's so good to hear. I'm stoked that's how you felt. That's that's exactly the reaction we want. But I'm actually pleasantly surprised you saw the drumstick catch because that was that was crazy. That wasn't planned. I I was wondering. I was like, that had to be random because like, how do you just get like, how do you plan it to where it would just fling off in that perfect location in a one shot video? Mm -hmm. Like, there's no way that that just was ran like planned. Totally. And I in in the video. I stop at that part because I'm wondering where it landed. And then I look over and Andrew's got it in his hand and we keep going. So there's this like, there's this like one or two seconds where I'm kind of like in shock of what just happened. And then we keep going. It's really funny. <laughs> See, that's my thing. If that had happened and I was in there, I don't know how I would have held it together. I would have, <laughs> <laughs> Totally. We're like, okay, sick. This, this take seems special. We have to finish now. <laughs> this is like the fifth take. Come on, man. Just keep going. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic, fantastic. Well, I hope that the ambush goes and checks out this music video. They go and check out this album, Wonderland. Before I ask my last question, where else can they find out more about Via Barcelona? Woo. Um, you can find out about us on Instagram, uh, via Barcelona, um, Facebook, if you're into that. And yeah, just keep following the YouTube as well, because that's where the videos are going to be. And then obviously Apple, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, Amazon, every, anywhere you get your music. That's where we are as well. Lately, I guess like, I guess most upcoming is going to be a video um, release premiere by Amplify magazine our video for Lost and Found, which is our latest, our newest single coming out September 11th. Um, the video is going to be premiered on September 10th through Amplify. So if you're following us on Instagram, you'll see that. And it'll premiere on our YouTube channel on September 11th at noon Eastern, I believe. So yeah, keep out, keep watch for that. All right. Fantastic. Fantastic. Last question. So... 
As somebody who's toured and played music with various different groups and happens to be going to school halfway across the country, doing studying, doing homework, all of this stuff, balancing all of these different aspects must be quite the task some days. So do you have any advice for anybody else who's maybe having a little bit of difficulty balancing their creative aspects of their passions with their everything else that's going on with their lives? Yeah, that's a really good question because I do feel that way quite often where I'm, I'm wondering if I'm, one, if I'm doing the right thing, two, if I'm, if my priorities are straight, if what I've got on the top shelf is actually what's meant to be there or if I should switch things up. But at the end of the day, everything is just, you know, you're still breathing. You're still going to wake up the next day. And yeah, as long as you're, as long as your mind's in the right place, I find that everything you're setting out to do, you're going to be able to accomplish. Um, specifically for doing things, I find it really beneficial. My dad told me um, this a couple of years back, but he said, when you're doing something, just focus on that one thing, especially when you have multiple things on the go. So even if it's something as simple as, you know, if you're making your bed, just make your bed. Or um, in a situation like this, if, if, you're, if you're in that creative zone and you're writing, then just write. Don't have, don't have four other tabs open where you're trying to get a lecture done. Or, yeah, in my situation with the school, like you, you have two assignments on the go on the side, but you're still trying to write half a song. You know, if you need to do the school or the work or anything um, in that professionalism, Side, then do that just focus on that and then yeah I guess with every opportunity you're just going to have to focus in and figure out if it's the right thing it is different for everybody but yeah I think the mindset is key and if there's too much on your plate it'll it'll manifest itself pretty quickly because you'll be burnt out and then you just have to make the, the right changes all right, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for the advice, and thank you so much for joining us here today to talk to us all about Via Barcelona, your latest singles, and your upcoming album, Wonderland. Woo! Woo! Thanks for talking, Colton, and uh, thanks for listening, Ambush. Yes, thank you for listening, Ambush, and now... Now it's time that you went ahead and checked out the entirety of A Wonderland. We have played two of the tracks off of it here for you today. That of course being It Ain't Over at the top of the show and somebody in the middle of this episode. But now, now you can find A Wonderland, yes, on your favorite music streaming service in its entirety and all of its glory and you should definitely go ahead and do so go ahead and follow via barcelona on your favorite music streaming service while you're there as well and now now it is the final roaring dtp thank you to taylor mcknight of via barcelona for joining us here on today's episode of the desert tiger podcast i have to go ahead and thank the wonderful Mackenzie over at Strut Entertainment for setting the whole thing up. A final thank you to you, the Ambush, for joining us here today on this episode of the podcast. If you have yet 
to join the ambush. Well, we're kicking off year four now, and it is a great time to jump on. All you have to do is hit subscribe on your favorite podcast listening service. You can also help the show out by giving us a five-star review by sharing this episode, which is as easy as taking a screenshot of you listening to this episode. And then when you share that image, tag Desert Tiger, me, Colton G, or Via Barcelona, so we can show you love for doing so. You can also help Desert Tiger by heading to deserttigermerch.com and copying yourself some sweet Desert Tiger swag so that you can rep the show everywhere you go, showing off your love of everything Desi Tig. And yeah. We would love it if you went ahead and did that because it helps us more. All of that helps us more than you actually know it does, even just hitting the subscribe button. As we are now heading into year four and next week, we're gonna keep year four going off high on positive energy as we're gonna be bringing you three, yes, three separate interviews as we're gonna be joined by songwriting legend icon chin and jetty on tuesday october the 13th and on october the 16th we actually have two yeah two interviews coming your way one of them is the return of sanjay saran to desert tiger but this time we're not talking about delhi to dublin no we're talking about his new solo project sanju and his lead debut single jealousy and we're also going to be talking to Josh Sahunta about his new single, Leave Summer, behind all three of these episodes next week on Desert Tiger. You don't want to miss them. You don't want to miss them. So we'll catch you right here when those drop on Tuesday, two on Friday. And until then, you guys know what it is. I want you to go out there and find your oasis, to find your mountaintop, whatever it is that happens to make your heart shine, sing, and scream to its fullest glory and capacity. Find that thing and let your craft shine and roar out across that canyon, roar out across that water, because you are capable of beautiful things, and you yourself, yes, you, are beautiful too. And sometimes we don't hear that enough, so I'm going to repeat it. You are beautiful. And until next week, Bye-bye.